It's pronounced Nate D. Gad. Nate the dead gags. Nickety dag. Nate Dijad? It's pronounced Nate Diggity. And here's your host, Nate Digad. Welcome to an all new episode of It's Pronounced Nate Diggity. I am your host, Nate Diggity. And you're probably going to hear a lot of noise because my upstairs neighbors are just being insanely loud today. I don't know what's going on. Whatever. Welcome to a new episode. Wow. A new episode. <laughs> Jeez. I'm distracted, obviously. Um, but either way, welcome to a new episode. I know it's been a while. And no, obviously it's not an episode of That Nate Diggity Ain't Right. Because if you remember going back like a year ago or so, not really like a month, month and a half, however long it's been, the Don Conkey, whatever the last episode was called, what was that called? <laughs> now I'm going to look because I can't remember. <laughs> Donkey Congoer. There we go. I didn't even look. I remembered, thankfully. <laughs> I was on my way to look, and uh, I remembered. Uh, but either way, Donkey Kongoer was a part one. And it was a part one because at the end of it, I realized I forgot to say a whole lot about C2E2. So this is Donkey Kongoer part two, and which is kind of cool because um, I actually have a con that I'm going to this coming weekend. I'm recording the weekend before. Hopefully the day you're probably listening to this weekend you're listening to this whatever yeah i have a con next weekend which is texas frightmare it's a horror convention which i'm stoked for and this episode kind of i'll just say unofficially brought to you by fan expo because next month i will be going to two fan expos fan expo dallas obviously here in dallas and fan expo denver so Real quick, let's knock out a little news for both of them. So, Fan Expo Dallas is June 9th through the 11th. And, I mean, it's going to be huge. I'm just saying that right now. I'm waiting for the information. To, what the heck? I was waiting for, I had the email pulled up so I could just read it. But it like freaked out and didn't want to load for me. So anyway, it's going to be at the K Bailey Hutchison convention center, which is off Griffin street in Dallas. The guests this year buckle up. Cause there's a lot of guests <laughs> stranger things stars, Joseph Quinn and grace van Dyne. I think D I E N, which is still funny. Cause Anytime I can't pronounce anything because I, I've never heard some of them. Just throwing that out there. Same with Nate Diggity. Just hand in hand. It's always fun to do that, right? Hayden Christensen. Christen, Christensen. That one always got me. Anyway, you know him from Star Wars. Yeah. Then there's a clerk's super, super. Wow. 
what is going on with me today? A Clerks Super Reunion, which there's a little asterisk with this one. Kevin Smith, Jason Mewes, Brian O'Halloran had to cancel due to his scheduling. Trevor Furman and Jeff Anderson. But with Brian sadly out, we they announced Jason Lee from Mallrats and Clerks 2 and all sorts of things. My name is Earl. I'm excited to meet him. I haven't had a chance to meet him before, so I'm excited for, to meet him finally. Clerks and Ahsoka favorite Rosario Dawson will be there. One of my personal favorites. Love her. Uh, National Lampoon's Chevy Chase and Christy Brinkley, which I believe they announced some more. I say that, but I totally know they did. I'm checking to make sure before I say it. (laughs) There they are. Okay, so not only is Chevy Chase and Christy Brinkley going to be there, but Beverly D'Angelo and Randy Quaid. I mean, come on, that's amazing right there. Then we have, if you're a fan of The Matrix, which I'm sure some of you probably are, Carrie Ann Moss will be there. Zachary Levi will be there, which he's done a whole lot, which, of course, Shazam and Chuck are two of his biggest, which I loved Chuck. I need to go back and rewatch that show. It's been a while. John Bernthal from The Punisher, Walking Dead, and, of course, Daredevil because of The Punisher, all that good stuff. Then we have House of the Dragons, Patty Considine. Considine? I don't know. I really don't know. A big one for me, Christina Ricci, which if you don't remember her, she was Wednesday in the Adams Family from the 90s. Not the new one, the 90s. And not the original, obviously. <laughs> from Daredevil, we have Vincent Dionorfrio. Man, I'm terrible with names. I'm just going to say Vincent and Charlie from Daredevil. So you have Kingpin and Daredevil. Pretty awesome. Blues Clues' Steve Burns will be there. One amazing person that will be there is Danny Trejo, which obviously you know him from Machete, Desperado, and all sorts of things. He's been in a whole lot. Uh, Harry Potter's Bonnie Wright will be there. If you're a fan of The Office, we got Leslie David Baker, Creed Bratton, and Oscar Nunez. Uh, we got some, we got a Star Trek Discovery and The Walking Dead. We have the Evil Queen in the Once Upon a Time show. We have that little girl that played uh, Leia Organa from the Obi-Wan show. She'll be there. Peter Weller, obviously RoboCop will be there. Gabriel Luna uh, from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Last of Us, he'll be there. Paul Walter Hauser. Man, I'm butchering these names. If you if you are any of these people and you hear this, I am apologetic as anything. <laughs> uh, actor and comedian from Cobra Kai. And then we have Sean Gunn from Guardians of the Galaxy. So that's just... The tip of the iceberg on just celebrities. Then we have a bunch of anime and voice actors, um, which I think some of these, some of the same ones will be at Fan Expo Denver as well, actually. 
So, uh, like Shamik Moore, who played um, Miles Morales in Spider-Man uh, Into the Spider-Verse. We have D. Bradley Baker from The Bad Batch. And Tara Strong, uh, Teen Titans, My Little Pony, all sorts of things. Jody Benson, who was a Little Mermaid, the original one. And Kathleen Hurley's uh, was in Dora the Explorer. And we actually have quite a few Star Wars, The Clone Wars. Ashley Eckstein, Matt Lanter, and James Arnold Taylor will all be there. And then we have even more anime with uh, a lot of the My Hero Academia cast will be there. They're usually there. Um, they're pretty good about being at the Dallas Cons. Um, if you're a fan of Mario, the voice of the current Mario, Charles Martinet, will be there. And... Samantha Kelly and Kenny James. It just says Mario Universe. I'm not too familiar on them. Um, but comic creators. Now, here's some big names that I'm psyched to meet again. Or for the first time, we have Stanley Art Germ Lau, James Tinian IV, Mark Silvestri, Joshua Williamson, and Donnie Cates. Hopefully, Donnie Cates doesn't ca cancel his time. I think the last time he was supposed to come to Dallas, he unfortunately had... Something that came up, he had to cancel. So hopefully he doesn't. Which this was just means I really need to find some of my books to get signed. That's gonna, that's gonna. I have some time, thankfully. <laughs> Usually I'm like, oh crap, the few days before a con, and I'm like, I need to find those books. <laughs> so that's the weekend of June 9th through the 11th. Uh, the next episode, I'll do the Fan Expo Denver for you. Um, I know like Christopher Lloyd will be there. And I know I saw some of the same names going to Denver as well. And I'm excited to go to that. Um, speaking of Christopher Lloyd. So I've, I've decided that this year and even how I mentioned Danny Trejo, I decided that this year for cons, like this is the year that I'm meeting the people that I was like, ah, I'll get them at the next con or just whatever. And I just decided I need to stop doing that because there's so many things that can happen, whether it's just they might just retire from doing cons and I just lose my chance. You know, there's something like that. There's obviously the one thing I'm not going to mention it. You know what I'm thinking as they're getting older. Yeah, I don't want that to happen. And even, honestly, it happens with younger ones, too. You just never know. So, you know, if it's somebody that I've, you know, loved watching, like their movies or shows or, you know, their art or their writing, anything. Like, I'm making sure to meet them this year. Like, I'm going to be meeting Christopher Lloyd this year. I'm going to meet Danny Trejo finally, which Danny Trejo and Christopher Lloyd have been to so many of the same cons that I've been to. And... Uh, for some reason, I just kept putting them off, and I'm not doing that anymore. I'm making sure to knock them out when I see their names pop up kind of thing, which actually gets me back into C2E2 because one of the big things I forgot to mention, I finally met Kevin Eastman, who, if you don't know, is one of the co-creators of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which is a huge part of my life. Um. Growing up, it was the Turtles and Ghostbusters. Like, those were my things when I was little. Like, the big things. 
Now, obviously, I wasn't reading the original comics <laughs> when I was little. Um, they actually did start same year I was born. But, you know, I can't read just that young, obviously. <laughs> and, you know, it was a little bit too mature, obviously, when I was getting old enough when they were getting popular. But I do remember watching the cartoon as soon as it started. Like, I don't know. I was just instantly attached to that show. I had a lot of the figures. I didn't have all the figures, but I had a lot of the figures, which I stupidly sold at a yard sale. I still don't know why I did that. It was just, I know, I feel like it was just because, like, I knew, like, the rest of the family was, you know, selling stuff, and they were getting money, so I was like, in my little brain, I was like, oh, yeah, I need to get some money, too, and I sold what I had, which were my Ghostbuster figures and my Ninja Turtle figures. Yeah, I don't like thinking about that. Not even the fact that, you know, value or whatever, because I can buy most of them back. But it's just because, like, I'd rather, like, I, and I still have some. I found some of them. I bought some of them over the years, but I would just rather have my own, you know, from my childhood back. I would rather have those instead. Uh, but, you know, I'm at the point now that where I'm cool with just even the recreations. Like, I have the newer version of the Turtle Van and the newer version of the Ecto-1. They're, you know, reproductions of the originals, which I'm cool with because that way I can keep them in the box, I can take them out, I can do whatever I want with them, and they're 100% complete instead of how it, how it might be. Um, I'm pretty sure... I take it back. I know I'm sure that I have the original X-Men jet still from toy biz it's just all and separated all over the place probably just in my closet at my parents house uh, but i know i have that still like um it was that yard sale that we had was before i really got into x-men or even it might have been even before the x-men cartoon started so that helped me keep all my x-men stuff <laughs> but yeah all my turtles um and most of my Ghostbusters. Well, I'd say most of my Turtles, too. I I was able to keep a couple of each. Um, like, I know I have, like, that Rockstar Raphael. Like, I know I still have that one. And I think I still have Winston, the original Winston figure, my my original Winston figure. But I think everything else ended up going. Um, But, yeah, I, I really do wish I still had all that. Slowly getting it all back, but... You know, again, it's not mine. Um, but so, yeah, this year, um, Kevin Eastman was making us uh, a stop at C2E2. So I was making sure to meet him. And I waited just a little bit too long because it. what happens is he had different packages you could buy, whether it just be a photo op and, you know, a signature on a comic, an autograph, or just whatever. I waited too long to where the only thing left was... Uh, a signed remark, which is a sketch, like a little character sketch, and an autograph, CGC'd on a comic, which then you have to pay extra to have it CGC'd, graded. And I was just like, well, I mean, that's the only thing available. I'm doing it because I'm not going to miss it. Um, I have an underrated, personally, an underrated copy of... Ninja Turtles number one. It's the fourth printing that is the first cover appearance of Shredder. And if you're not familiar with Turtles, which I guarantee most of you listening to this, Shredder is obviously the big bad guy of the Turtles. So 
I'm a big first appearance collector and first cover appearance sometimes can go i've seen it's very rare but i've seen some of those help you know become more valuable than just a regular first appearance of a character now this is not the case (laughs) like this one is actually kind of a a cheaper uh version of number one a variant of number one but it's the fourth fourth printing shredders on the cover i love the cover of the fourth print i got it on ebay like years ago um i couldn't find how much i paid for it i was looking because I, I did want to find out but i know it wasn't much like i feel like it was only like 50 or 60 maybe and i mean it hasn't gone up in value a whole lot from there but still it's my number one that's all that mattered to me um but yeah so when i was like okay well I'm getting something signed and sketched and graded. What am I getting? Honestly, there was no question. Like I knew exactly it was going to be that, that issue. And with grading, I decided since it is number one, I was like, I'm going to shoot for the best grade that I can get. So I'm going to go ahead and have them press it because I could tell there was some issues with the book. It wasn't, you know, completely meant but I was like, well, maybe a pressing can help out, which that'll kind of, as long as there's not any issues with the spine, like color uh, notches, kind of, where you see like the white in the spine, as long as that's not there, that can usually help out a lot with kind of little imperfections with the book. So pressing it can really help out. Now, I went into this. If you're not familiar with grading, it goes up to a 10, which 10 is super hard to get. is usually the highest most books get. Now, there are some 9.9s and some 10s out there, but 9.8 is usually the highest. Um, So I honestly was expecting an 8.5. I think it was just more me not wanting to get my hopes up. (laughs) But to me, honestly, the grade wasn't super important because I had already had it signed and sketched on. So really the grading was just to preserve it and prove that it was him that did it because that's the thing they are they do have people there watching to get that you know if somebody's signing it and you're getting it graded that way and you want a specific color label which is the yellow label they have to have a witness there which they had witnesses there at his booth just taking care of things so you know i was like yeah since i'm paying for it i want to go ahead and you know see what i can get so after the pressing and everything I ended up getting a 9.2. Now, again, I was expecting an 8.5. So 8.5 to 9.2, that's a huge jump. So I'm happy. It's staying in my collection. It's not going anywhere. Um, I still need to post pictures online about it. So I'll do that probably shortly or in the next couple of days. One of these days. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was one of the things I forgot to mention about C2E2 is that I finally met Kevin Eastman and he is one that I have actually walked by a ton of times, even a few times just at San Diego comic-con and usually has a long line, which he had a really long line there. Uh, but I paid for it and I knew I would actually get to meet him because well, I paid for it. So they weren't going to just be like, well, too bad, too bad kid. Get out of line. Nothing like that. I was, I was in line. I was going to meet him. It was going to happen. So that was great. Finally met him. He was a super nice guy. 
And, uh, yeah, that was fun. Long line, though. Line barely budged, but, I mean, it makes sense if he was, if it was, supposedly that line was all, like, that same thing, like, sketching and signing books. So, there may have been people that had a ton that were there getting done. I had one. I was being simple. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so other stuff that I forgot, which, bringing up the X-Men cartoon, pretty much the whole X-Men animated cast was there from the original animated show. And somehow I didn't keep my time taken care of properly because I was going to meet them. I was originally going to have a a poster signed by all of them, but I couldn't even find that poster before time to fly out. So that didn't happen. Um, But I was still like, you know, yeah, I want to meet, you know, the voice of Wolverine and, you know, everyone else that they had, but I ran out of time and somehow just completely missed them. Cause I was, I was going to at least get them to do like, you know, a quick audio clip for me. Cause I'm sure it was on their, you know, list of prices was recording a message. So I was going to have them do that for me. And I just had, I don't know what happened with that weekend, man. Like I ran out of time. There were so like each day at the end of the day, I was just like, it's already closing for the day. Like what, where was I? (laughs) I think only one of the days that, you know, I didn't make it out just right at the open, but the other days I was pretty much. So I guess I was just in the lines longer than I thought I was for some reason. So I missed them. That stinks. And I know I'm, yeah, I know I'm probably mentioned it, but Mae Whitman, just missed it all together, which speaking of bad weather, I'll mention something here in a minute. As long as I remember, <laughs> cause I want to make sure to knock out everything else that about C2E2. I stopped at this one artist booth because I saw one of his prints hanging up. That was, is one of my favorite, which is actually Ninja Turtles related. Uh, one of my favorite comic covers of one of the Ninja Turtles comics. It's shredder. Uh, just looking menacing on his throne and i loved that variant so much and it caught my eye as i was walking artist alley i pointed at it and i was like do you have that do you have any more with you he said he didn't bring any with him i was just like ah dang and he was just like but if you pay i can ship it to you so i got it and one with bebop and rocksteady as well so i got two ninja turtle villain prints from them i'm gonna find it real quick hold on i gotta find his name i don't want to i don't want to not give him credit you know what i mean okay i'm back (laughs) i originally said i wasn't gonna edit me looking things up but i'm going to because that took a little while and ended up me just finding the poster too (laughs) his name is tyler Walpole, W-A-L-P-O-L-E. So yeah, he the two prints that I wanted, he did not have with him at the con, but he was nice enough to ship them to me. Um, he said he was going to ship them for free, but I went ahead and added a little extra just to cover the shipping because, you know, it's my fault for honestly wanting something they didn't bring. <laughs> so that's fine. I got them. They're awesome. I need to frame them still. Um, now I don't know if you remember, but I did say if somebody came up to me at the con and 
said, hey, it's pronounced Nate Diggity or something, that I would give him something. Took three things. Gave away three things. Just saying. <laughs> um, other people I met, just a real quick, is Brody King, the wrestler from AEW, and Danhausen, also from AEW. Now, Danhausen, I met him a few times before, so, you know, it wasn't just like a weird, like, hey, he was just like, hey, man, how you been? So that was cool. Uh, Brody King was, this was my first time meeting him. He, uh, there was a buddy of mine that actually wanted a print sign that he had made for him. Um, cause he's a huge Brody King fan. So he printed, he made it out and I printed it off at like Walgreens or something and got, had him sign it. And he was like, okay, yeah, this is really cool. So he thought it was a pretty cool print that my buddy made. So told him it wasn't me. It was my buddy that did it and it was for him. So he was stoked about that. But yeah, I mean, C2E2 always one of my favorite cons. Um, loved it. I'm excited for next year as always, because I'm, I'm going to, as long as I can, I'm going to keep going to C2E2. That's the one, even if something happens, I can't go to San Diego anymore. C2E2 is going to be the, the one I go to every year. And obviously the ones here in Dallas, while I'm here in Dallas, it'd be stupid to skip those. <laughs> Cause that way I don't even have to, you know, fly or get a hotel or anything. Unless I just want to. Well, I don't have to fly. <laughs> I can get a hotel if I want to. Because it would be stupid to fly to Dallas from Dallas. I mean, I'd have to go somewhere and then fly back, I guess. Just to be like, oh, yeah, I made it. Awesome, it's con time. <laughs> but, yeah, like, I have so many cons coming up. And I'm not ready for any of them. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm ready for them. I have, I have my flights. Yeah, 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 I do. I have my flights for both Denver and San Diego already taken care of. They're squared away. I have a hotel for San Diego. Yeah, I do. I actually think I need to cancel one still. I got a weird, like I booked one because on uh bookings website, it randomly popped up for one of the downtown hotels and I got a cancellation email from the hotel mainly because they messed up and put it up, put them up uh, with availability. But on bookings website, it still says I'm booked. So I probably need to take care of that. Um, <laughs> I did try and adjust the dates one day and it wouldn't let me. So yeah, I need to get that canceled. Cause I got a different one. That's way cheaper. Um, fun fact. If you ever want to go to the San Diego comic-con by yourself, it's expensive. <laughs> Hotel alone is expensive. But yeah, so I knocked all that out. I waited long enough and got a, a cheap flight to San Diego, thankfully. But yeah, like with cons, like I'm I feel just because like I'm usually pretty busy with work that I'm usually like last minute getting things together. Like like I said, I have a con next weekend and I don't even know what like who I'm meeting or anything. I do know I have one photo op already. Um because again, it's somebody I'm like, well, I need to meet them because I've been putting it off. Well, not even putting it off. I just haven't had a chance to meet them. Uh, John Carpenter, the director, um, got a photo up with him because I already know his line is going to be insanely long. So at least I'm going to meet him that way. And I have a poster signed by him, which I traded for a signed Blink-182 CD booklet for. Um, it was a Masters of Horror 
soundtrack poster little it's probably like 11 by 17 poster and it's signed by john carpenter toby hooper uh i can't even remember who all else so many horror directors are on there though like good ones um so i have his autograph that that part's covered i just need to to meet him so that's that's happening next weekend um i'm gonna meet alex winter finally which my buddy tim i had to keep telling him it's alex winter because he kept saying winters when he was about to meet him and i was like tim it's winter (laughs) don't say winters to him (laughs) oh man that was so good i know tim had a great time with him uh so i'm looking forward to meeting him next weekend um which if you don't know who that is go watch bill and ted and enjoy because that's probably what i'm gonna do after i finish recording i'm gonna put on bill and ted i have a little marathon probably um but yeah like i this year i've not prepared at all for cons i don't know who i'm meeting anywhere i just know i have my flights and my hotels well and with with denver thankfully i don't have to have a hotel i'm staying with my friend sandra which hopefully we're going to record our first episode while i'm up there if not uh before because we are starting a new podcast together um she's been all over the place recently but yeah um if anything i'll have her we'll record a little thing for this episode or this pod and maybe something for the new pod we still need to just talk about it and figure out what we're going to do at least a name we need to do that (laughs) uh but yeah we we need to do that that'll be coming soon no ish because she's very on it and she's ready to do this so i'll make sure it happens so yeah like i really need to get to planning the cons um with the may whitman missing it because of the storms so the impractical jokers were here in dallas this past weekend on friday um well just two days ago (laughs) and there were little rumblings happening that uh sal wasn't gonna make it and that he wasn't there and uh yeah that was true sal was not there so they had the two openers uh killing time while they were getting things sorted out and hugh and murr ran the show it was a different type of show than i'm pretty sure this will be the only time a show like that will happen they were pretty much just trying whatever they could to make it happen (laughs) it was a great show though i'll give it that like I I had no worries about it. Like, you know, everyone's used to originally, you know, all four of them after Joe left the three of them and Dallas slash Arlington. Cause it wasn't Arlington technically, technically. No, it really was in Arlington. Um, <laughs> we, you know, we got Hugh and Murr and they were not expecting it, but yeah, what happened is, we had some really bad storms um, just a little bit before the show started and Sal's flight apparently was flying around trying to wait for it to, you know, to subside so he could land and everything. But uh, he got rerouted to, to Houston and finally made it. He did make it. He made it to the show as they were ending the show. <laughs> 
so it was pretty funny to see but yeah it was a great show if you're any any of the towns where the impractical jokers are coming definitely stop and see them um definitely worth a shot to watch and like i said you won't get the same show we got that's for sure um but it was great and the weekend before that which i've had so many busy weekends uh the weekend before that i went with uh michelle and we saw the cure which is her favorite band hands down i know primus is up there as well but i'm pretty sure the cure takes the cake um which she's a fan of cake as well i think i haven't heard her listen to them in a while maybe either way (laughs) but yeah so we saw the cure and our seats were actually way better than we thought like we thought it was like a like the pit area and then we were like the section behind the pit area but no like we were basically in the pit um we were like sixth row so we had really great seats not sure if the people in front of us i really don't know who was supposed to sit there or if people were just taking like hey they're open because these two women were in front of us and they just walked away every once in a while and then came back and then they were just gone after a while and two other people just took their seats so i don't know whatever we had awesome seats though it was a great show uh that was my first time seeing the cure that was her first time seeing the cure because usually their tickets just sell out instantly so she never had a chance to see him before and because of robert smith Ticketmaster had to give everybody a refund of like five i think it was five bucks for each ticket that was sold um because he was just like he really blew the cover off Ticketmaster and all the bands that are like oh we don't know why they're charging this much he was basically like no the artists are charging what they want to charge so there's that <laughs> which kind of you know put a kind of a sour taste in my mouth for looking at other tickets for other bands and things because even aerosmith like i was looking at tickets for here in dallas when they went up for sale and back row was 130 dollars. nosebleed back row 130 the row in front of that 140 so it was insane i know there was some like 80 dollar tickets but i don't know if they were obstructed view or just what exactly but i just had to skip i might double check on the day of the show see if there might be some cheap tickets but but yeah like it's insane that they all these all these years the artists were always like nope we don't have any say in it but apparently they've had 100 percent say which is even worse because there's some the, some bands out there that really took advantage of people but what can you do you know what i mean what a, i don't want to end on such a bummer note <laughs> speaking of bummer notes though i'm just like just reminding myself of different things um i just got the new marvel legends emma frost in just literally before i started recording um i had it pre-ordered on amazon and i had it it was funny because it was supposed to i think it was originally coming next month or in july and then like thursday it was just like hey coming monday and then it was like just kidding coming sunday and this wave it's here comes a little rant i'm just gonna throw it out there so i'm an inbox collector and i feel like i've probably gone over this before i do not care i'm doing it again (laughs) i am an inbox collector 
I'm one of those people. I want my figure to be in the box where I can see it looks good. I don't have to worry about the figure getting all dusty, all that stuff. I've always been that way. Well, not always. I've been that way for a very, very, very long time though. But this one is one of the plastic free packaging from Hasbro. And man, like the problem with it, like, okay, the art on it, that's fine. There's a picture of the figure on there, but with the, there's no, you can't see the figure, you know, and you might open it one of these days and see that it just had terrible paint application to the face or anything. And they could have like a wonky eye and you won't know until, you know, way down the road. And, but yeah, plastic free packaging. It doesn't have the window on the front and the asterisk is except tape and glue. But I saw this, uh, series at target last night and except for Emma, they didn't have Emma frost in stock, but they had pretty much everybody else. I don't think they had Fang or kid Omega. So they had, so they didn't have them. They had about half. They had Monet Saint, Saint Croix, Corsair, and Chamber. Didn't they have Chamber? I feel like I would have gotten Chamber if they had them. Either way, I think that's I think they had all those. But because it's windowless, what people are doing is, and this is what I saw last night, and this is the whole reason this rant is happening. People are cutting the tape and just opening the figure, either taking the figure at the store, taking the build a figure part at the store or taking it home, opening it, putting a completely different figure in and returning it. And as a collector, that sucks. I even feel bad for the parents that, you know, are like, Oh yeah, I'm gonna get my kid this figure because they want this. Like, um, well, I can't use the into the spider verse or the spider verse figures because those have windows, but it's a different, it's the card with the window on it, not the other kind, but yeah, like say there's like an X-Men figure and some kids like, yeah, I want that one gets home and it's not like, it's like, uh, I don't know, just anything like, because that's the thing. People are just putting figures that nobody wants in there. Um, Victimless climb, wow, climb, a victimless climb, a victimless crime though, to a lot of people, which I get it, corporations, blah, 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 but it sucks when it's figures like this, because like, what happens is like the Build-A-Figure parts, those will sell easily on eBay, or they're just, you know, going to put the figure together and sell it on eBay, or I mean, maybe they're collecting them. But still, they're stealing it. You know what I mean? Even if they're returning something else, it's still stealing. Um, but I saw several figures that the tape was cut open and like the packaging was all bulgy. So they had a problem putting stuff back in. Man, like it's, it sucks. So if you're collecting and you're, and you get any of the, these windowless packages, make sure I would honestly go to your car and double check or, ask them at the register or or not the register. Don't do that to the register. Uh, Go to customer service and just be like, look, 
I just want to open this, make sure the right stuff is in here because if not, somebody switched it out. Just a word to the wise, just do it that way. Customer service. And I'm sure they'll be annoyed with you, but at the end of the day, you'll be happier if you know you're getting the right thing. Um, man, like it's like, I just saw so many of them. Like I saw, um, I saw one, I think I only saw one Monet, which it was open. I saw a few Corsair and a few, I'm pretty sure I saw a few chambers, but I know at least one of the Corsairs was open. I can't remember the others. Um, but yeah, like it sucks. Like I hate that they're doing it this way. I mean, I get it. They're trying to be more environmental and everything, but they have to be losing a lot of business because of it. Cause I've even just stopped collecting as much as I was because like the, with this set, like there's several I would want out of this set, but I don't want this packaging. <laughs> like it's just, it, it's not, it's not appealing as it used to be like with the window on the front. It just really isn't. I mean, the figure on the box looks great, but if I open it, is it going to look good in there? It's like Schrodinger's a figure. <laughs> it's like, if I open it, you know, I'm not going into that, but that's what I feel like when I'm getting these anymore. Like if I open it, it could be wrong or it could be great. But if I leave it closed, it could be perfect. I don't know, man. I just don't know. But I'm excited for the rest of the year. I'm excited for the next episode of That Nate Diggity Ain't Right. I'm just going to throw it out out there. With the cons all coming up, I am going to, which I need to figure out what's going on with that mic. So I got that new mic that I was talking about, but for some reason the file type isn't working um, with GarageBand. It just won't read it. So I'm going to try a few things, see if I can figure out what's going on there so I can hopefully get something next weekend. I'm not, I don't have a press pass or anything for next weekend. So I can kind of gorilla style, get some interviews. We'll see. <laughs> or at least get somebody to record like a little snippet trying to pronounce Nate Diggity or something. I think that'd be pretty funny to hear Danny Trejo trying try and say it. <laughs> Cause I think Trejo is going to be at Brightmare. I need, again, I need to see who all's going to be there. I know that's pretty much what I'm going to do when I get off the mic. I'm going to check Frightmare prices and guests and everything. I need to take a nap. I really need to take a nap. I need to do dishes. I need to do so much. I need to take an, an extra day off this weekend just to get everything done. <laughs> but yeah, sooner or later, I'll take a break. But. I promised people I would have a new episode today. So this is the episode for today. If you have any, any at all suggestions for me, if you like the way that I'm doing the King of the Hill podcast, let me know if you have any suggestions on what I can change about it. Um, definitely let me know. Honestly, let me know anything that, you know, you want me to either talk about or fix. Let me know. Uh, N A T E. 
D-I-G-A-D cares, C-A-R-E-S, at gmail.com. Nate Diggity everywhere. Uh, hit me up. Let me know. You know, let me know what you think, how things are going. Are you okay with it? Kind of bouncing back and forth. Would you rather me split the split into two separate streams? Like, what would you want? I know when I went to Chicago, I was going to do start doing some vlogging. I recorded some stuff. I haven't really gotten anything out. I put one video up on TikTok. I just haven't had a chance to put more up yet. Um, but I did get something to make vlogging a little easier. Um, so hopefully when I'm in Denver, I'm going to get some, some good video in and I've debated. Let me know what you think about this. I've been debating doing video for when I do the recording of the pod, which obviously means a lot less editing. (laughs) You're going to get what you get kind of thing which pretty much you get anymore. I used to cut out like a bunch of the ums, but I pretty much just left them in now. I'll cut them any, every once in a while, but very rarely anymore. I just, it's whatever. Enjoy all the ums. But yeah, like Denver, I'm pretty sure is going to be my first vlog because I've heard Casa Bonita is back open. And if it is, I am 100% going. <laughs> That's going to happen. There's going to be a Casa Bonita bl- vlog. Bavlog. Bavloni. Uh, but yeah, I'm pretty stoked about that when I heard that was open. So yeah, um, I, I really do want to start jumping on video stuff. Whether it be unboxing plastic-free packaging, windowless packaging figures um vlogs whatever i I definitely want to get into video i mean i have a a degree in film i need to do something with it right for fun anyway (laughs) it might not have all the clicks and whistles or wait clicks and whistles bells and whistles there we go Uh, i won't have all the bells and whistles that i would want it to have but you know something's better than nothing right uh, but yeah, let me know. Nate diggity cares at gmail.com. Um, yeah, let me know. Um, other than that, I hope you've had a great May so far. It's gonna be May. No, it really is already May. It's not going to be anything. <laughs> it's about to be June. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I hope you had a great May. Um, hopefully next weekend after the con, I'll get another episode out of something, whether it be, it should be that Nate diggity ain't right. I'm going to shoot for it. Don't hold me to next weekend just cause I'll probably be busy Friday, Saturday and Sunday for the con, but I'm off Monday. I do have some errands I got to run on Monday cause I'm just busy every day pretty much. Um, but Hopefully that Monday I can record something for that Nate Diggity Ain't Right, the next episode. So let me know. Let me know what you think. Uh, Leave feedback. Send me feedback. Let me know what's going on, though. And until next time, uh, I guess I'll just stick with Get Some Issues. I need to talk about more comics, man. That's what I need to do, too. So I'm just kind of making mental notes while I'm recording. 
so that while I'm editing, I'm like, oh, yeah, I do need to do that. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, have a great week ahead of you. If you're listening to this on Sunday, have a great week. If you're listening to this on Friday, I hope you had an awesome week or Thursday or whatever day it is. I hope you had a great day. Uh, but, yeah, keep having a great year and new episode coming soon again. If you see me at any of these cons, again, Texas Frightmare, Fan Expo Dallas, Fan Expo Denver, or San Diego Comic Con, or you're going to be at any of those, let me know. Love to see you. Give you a high five. Maybe I'll have something for you. Who knows? Uh, But yeah, until then, get some issues.